What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Constance Do Podcast. I'm your host, Constance Annan. Let's start today off with a shout out to the person that left me a motherfucking podcast uh, review. Y'all know I've been asking. We on a goal. I'm, I have a big goal of getting 15 reviews and ratings by the end of this month. Shout out to Anna Banana 1997. She said she is the realest in the game. I love that she talks about any and everything. Love it. Shout out to you for recognizing the realest in the game. You know what they say? Real, recognize real. And honey, you got to be real if you know that I am real. And I forgot to start today's podcast off with, first of all, shout out to you. Thank you. If y'all want to shout out, y'all make sure y'all hit me up. Not hit me up, but make sure y'all give me my review and my rating. Give me my flowers while I'm alive. Fuck with me heavy while I'm here and leave that review and that rating. You can do so by visiting the podcast app on your phone or Apple Excuse me. You can leave me a review and a rating by visiting the Apple Podcast app or Spotify. Search for Constance the Podcast. Look for the review portion and leave me a review. Greatly appreciate it. Y'all, today, I was supposed to start today off with a freestyle. Not really a freestyle, with a rap. I'm trying to come up with some good audio to start these podcasts off with. I feel like this deep in, 130 episodes. Today's 131 episodes. 131st episode I feel like I should have an intro so every day for as long as I can remember and for as long as I can come up with something we're gonna do raps to start it off so let's rewind mentally and let's pretend like today and even start off and this is the rap we got for today's podcast okay five six seven eight if you need advice I'm the girl to call Constance the podcast got you all this ain't no Issa D shit subscribe and tune in watch me get rich you feel me? Hey, that one's hot. I might not even need another one. We might fuck with that every motherfucking episode. I wrote that last night. I hope y'all got the Issa D reference. I was asking Ashley yesterday. I'm like, you think they're going to get the Issa D reference? If you don't get it, Issa D from Insecure was with We Got Y'all. So I'm like, if you need advice, I got y'all. All right. That's the, that's, 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 that might be the intro. Hold up now. All right, y'all. Y'all know I'm from the DMV, DMV native. I rep the VA, Virginia, Alexandria, Virginia. But the craziest thing that I seen that took place in the DMV over the past weekend was Gunu the rapper. If you didn't know, he has been laid to rest, RIP. But the crazy thing is, the way I found out, the way I found out and what I saw to confirm his death had me all the way fucking shook, y'all. I get on Instagram, excuse me, actually I got on Twitter and I'm seeing a video. Video is starting from the bottom to the top. It's like a, a outfit showcase. They showing you the shoes first, right? So I'm like, all right, they got a nigga. The nigga is a Miri down, like a Miri from the shoes to the head. They start with the shoes. I'm like, okay, outfit. They rising it up. I'm like, okay, outfit. Then we get to the top. I'm seeing the nigga. RIP, but the nigga is dead, hoisted up and in the motherfucking club. And everybody standing around singing. I don't know what they singing. It's just they vibing in the club with a dead body, y'all. Now, it's been revealed that that was his dying wish. And I was talking to Ashley the other night. I'm like, you know what? If that was his dying wish, then I guess I understand it. Who am I to get in the way of a mom and her son's dying wish? Just spiritually, that don't sit right with me. Morally, that don't sit right with me. I've actually never seen a dead body um, until that video i usually don't watch like dead body videos or death videos 
So that was tragic. That was sad. That wasn't right. Again, don't make that a trend because that need not to be a trend. As we talking about deaths, y'all. You know, they try to kill off my nigga Roland Ray. And I don't know Roland Ray personally. Hey, shout out to the DMV because I guess today's a DMV. We starting today off with everybody in DMV. Roland Ray is a DC-based nigga in a wheelchair. Besides being in a wheelchair, the nigga's hilarious. If you don't know who Roland Ray is, you must have been living under a rock for the past couple of months, but really years. I'm a big Roland Ray fan. I am not too big on celebrities as I tell y'all, but Roland Ray is one nigga that I, I follow Roland Ray. I don't follow Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? I don't follow most, I don't follow celebrities, but Roland Ray gets my follow. I subscribe to Roland Ray. Roland Ray on something, I'm gonna fuck with him. So that's besides the point. They tried to kill off Roland Ray yesterday. It's some, it was a motherfucking post on the internet last, yesterday in the morning. I'm gonna read the post to y'all because it's out of this world what I saw. This is the post, a page posted, update. The family has yet to come forward about Roland Ray, but he allegedly has passed away from COVID. A close source to him has reported that his family has taken him off life support, Rip Roland Ray. They had the nerve to tag the shade room. This was posted yesterday at nine in the morning. I think, well, that's when it was sent to me at nine in the morning. And then Roland Ray gets on the internet at about 10 o'clock last night and he pops in in his wheelchair talking about, it never gave dead. I'm still here. Big purr energy. Nigga had not dead etched in his motherfucking fade. I said, yes, Roland Ray. Prove the motherfucking haters wrong. But let's talk about y'all. Not y'all. But let's talk about people that wake up in their bed and decide to kill off celebrities or random people. Why would you wake up and type a lie that you just never fucking confirm? You never... you. You talking about the family took him off life support. You made that up because the nigga's alive. Who told you that? Why did you feel comfortable typing that? People are weird. People really be lying and people really be killing people off. And death ain't nothing to play with. So with the good news situation, I really wouldn't have had a dead body hoisted up nowhere. Even if that was their dying wish, unfortunately, they're just going to have to be upset in the spirit realm because they ain't go- I ain't doing that. I ain't putting nobody's body up in the dead in a motherfucking club. But let's go to Rolling Ray. I ain't going to say somebody died if they ain't died. You know, I've come up with a couple excuses to get out of work, to get out of class, stuff like that, right? But I have never used death as an excuse. Because I really believe that when you say shit like that, that shit can fucking happen. So, I don't play with death. That person's fucked up for waking up. We gonna, what's the fucking Instagram name? I ain't even gonna read them by name. I was gonna read them down by name, but I ain't even gonna do that. I think the page leaves themselves afterwards. But you can't wake up and lie on somebody and say that they dead and they ain't dead that's crazy i i don't think i any of the celebrities that i like really like fuck with not fuck with but like i don't think any of the artists or any celebrities that i you know watch or listen to have ever died other than michael jackson i remember when michael jackson died too i remember exactly where i was and how i heard it and all that but if roland ray died that would have been devastating because roland ray is really my favorite celebrity Despite all of the negative shit that I've heard that the nigga has done to people, that's beyond me. It's a funny guy. You can't... I also... Let me tell you why I fuck with Roland Ray. People think it's a joke when I say I fuck with Roland Ray. But the reason I fuck with Roland Ray is because that nigga is himself. Despite the wheelchair, despite the disability, despite the the um, medical condition he got, that nigga shows up for himself and he does what he wants to do and he's authentic to who he is and he stays true to who he is and he... And beyond that, he's a gay black man. Like, he just, again, the epitome of being himself. And I can fuck with it. That is real role model energy. I mean, you ain't got to do everything the nigga do. I don't do everything the nigga do. But I'm just saying, 
he really is a great reminder to be yourself. Because look at where it's gotten him. I was like, I hope he don't die because that nigga's finally getting the recognition he deserves and he doesn't deserve to die. I don't think anybody deserves to die. But I'm just saying, like, I really fuck with Roland Ray because Roland Ray is really him. I don't know how many times I got to say it. Speaking of being yourself, this ain't really speaking of, but let me tell y'all what the fuck my day consisted of today. Ooh, sorry to the podcast listeners. Y'all just heard me slurping something. I got a smoothie. I got a smoothie from my favorite place. It's actually a boba tea, like frozen boba tea, but I don't get the boba. I really hate boba. But this is, um, it's like a vanilla bean frappuccino, but I think it costs less and tastes better. Okay. I get it from like a little family based smoothie place around where I live. But that's besides the point. Today, I had an interview. I had an interview. I get up, I'm dressed for the interview. I go to the interview. Y'all already know how I feel about working, period, right? So I was already a little off put by the fact that my morning had to start off with an interview. But that was what was on my agenda. So I head there. Interview was scheduled for 1130. Get to the interview place. Lights is off. Nobody's in the office. I'm like, okay, maybe somebody's just tucked away in their little cubicle office space. So I pressed the call in button. I pressed the button, ring, 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 ring. Nobody answered. So I'm like, okay, that's weird. Let me call the number that scheduled the interview. I called the interviewer. I called the person that scheduled the interview. Nothing. I called the office number. Nothing. I'm in there for about 10 minutes till I realize, all right, I'm wasting my time. So I leave. I send an email to the recruiter. Then I'm like, hey, I showed up. Ain't nobody here. You know, I called. I did this. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Nobody answered. Just wanted to let you know. I also had left a voicemail when I, the first time I called him, she didn't answer. I left a voicemail. So I left. That, not going to lie, that kind of irked me. But that also let me know, like, Constance, this ain't for you, for real, for real. Like, all this work and shit ain't for you. Because I already knew it wasn't for me, but that confirmed it. I sat in my car. I'm like, all right, Constance, let's be positive. Let's think of a lesson that you could have taken away from this. And the only thing that I could fix my lips to come up with or fix my mind to come up with was that it ain't for me. It ain't for me. Uh, the interview is rescheduled. I'm going to go to the rescheduled interview because as a responsible adult, that's what I need to do to pay my bills. But deep down in my heart, it just, this life path is not for me, right? And so I talked, I started it off by saying, so first of all, after that, I drove off, I went to the gym, then I got me this. I also went to Target and got me a card game, which I wanted to play with y'all. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go get it in a second. But I started it off by saying that, what did I say? I was like, uh, speaking of being authentic to yourself, I thought to myself today and I realized the reason that I struggle with corporate America is because I feel like I'm not allowed to truly be myself. I'm all about being yourself. I think it's important that you stay authentic to who you are despite who likes it because I believe that when you are yourself, you will never have to worry about switching up. You'll never have to worry about upholding an image because you're just being yourself. And it's easy to be yourself. You know what I'm saying? But in corporate America, which I've, I, in my last job, my last position, I really did everything that I could do to be who I was. I think for the most part, I made sure that I was cold in, in any other workplace. I always tried to code switch and I always tried to be somebody that I wasn't be more sociable than my, than my energy would allow me to be. I was really pushing myself out of the internet, out of my element to conform to that work environment's culture. And that alone 
eats me the fuck alive. I really feel like when I'm at work, I have to put like put on a whole new facade mask and energy to be in a workplace for eight hours and that doesn't sit right with me which is why I really like remote work because I ain't got to talk to nobody but when you got to go into the office I felt like I had to do a whole lot to fit in to be like to fit into the work culture and I can only do that for so long which is why for most of my jobs after about the six month mark I start thinking to myself I got to get a new job because the 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 facade has expired the energy and effort that I put into being what they wanted me to do, what they wanted me to be has expired and I can no longer do that. So my last position, I told myself I was going to be myself. And I think that that's really why I ended up not sticking around that in that job for long. It's because they felt like they couldn't really, I feel like at work, everybody's just comfortable, at least in corporate America, everybody's comfortable with not being who they fuck they are, especially as a black person, you know, Code switching is something that we talk about so casually. We're cool with going to work, putting on this mask, faking the energy, faking the funk to get a motherfucking check, like just not being who we are. I shouldn't have to code switch if Susie and Sally, I was at work right my last job. When I was in my last job, they sitting around and they talking about acid trips and whatever the fuck else they was talking about, right? But God forbid black girl Constance open her mouth and say nigga bitch and hoe because that's how the fuck I want to talk. But they saying shit and fuck and it's cool, right, for the white kids to say. It's cool for the white people to say. But if I say some shit, it's like, okay, that's not appropriate. Y'all get where I'm going with this? I feel like I'm not really articulating my point well. But I'm sure many people can agree that in corporate America, you don't get to be yourself as a black person. And I don't like that. Maybe not even as a black person. Maybe even white people too. They don't. They they aren't comfortable being themselves. I think everybody just puts on a mask to go to work, and I can't do that, not for long. When I sit here and I do this shit and I podcast, I can be myself. I can say shit, fuck, and God forbid. But I can even talk about God all in one sentence, and no one's gonna check me because this is my shit. But when you go up in someone else's corporation, you gotta go by their rules to, to 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 get paid. And I'm just like, I don't like that. I commend the people that can do it. I get it. That's what everyone does. So why complain? But I can't do that. That's why I don't last long at those jobs. I'm all about being yourself and being authentic to yourself. And like I said, I just can't do that. I don't I don't feel like I can do that. Maybe that's a limiting belief that I have. But no, in my last position, I was me. I told them straight up when I ain't like stuff. I told them when they was like, what music you listening to? I was really raw about it. I told them I was listening to the blackest song. Uh, not the blackest song, but to them. I'm saying black shit. Like, I'm not changing. I wasn't changing for them. And I think that's why it was so easy for them to let me go because I didn't fit into work culture. I wasn't going to places that I didn't want to go. I wasn't hanging out with people I didn't want to hang out with. I wasn't assuming the role that they that I had assumed in other positions. Because usually at work, I'm likable. But I'm likable in the fakest version of me. Like, they don't really know who I am. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, that's my fucking rant. I'm going to get the cards. Today's episode, what we talk about? We just talk about what the fuck I want to talk about. I'm going to get the cards that I got today from target and we're gonna play a game it's called i don't know what it's called i don't know why i didn't bring the cards over here when i started i think i was just so ready to podcast because this is what i love to do y'all know that but oh hold up real quick as we were talking about as i was talking about being authentic you know what really got me thinking about that it was ray broadnax so i gotta check out the money making honey podcast really good podcast but she was talking about being authentic and i just think being authentic really is the being authentic to you is the best thing that you can do i would rather have 
nobody liked me for being who I am than have a hundred people like me for not being who I am. Because I'm telling you, upholding that facade or that fakeness or upholding that that persona that just isn't you is a lot of work. It's stressful and strenuous. I think that's the best way to think about it. Think about how ready you are to get home and unzip yourself out of that motherfucking costume that you had to put on to be who you need to be at work to get by in the day. That shit feels good. I shouldn't be happy to come home because coming home means that I can be who I am, be who I want to be, be be me. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit's toxic as fuck. I don't like that shit. And this ain't me telling anybody to not work your job, work your motherfucking job if you got to pay your bills because, honey, I'm going to the interview tomorrow. I'm just saying I don't like that shit. I can't wait till I can really just like this. This is what I like right here. Being the fuck me. That's another reason I didn't really like journalism because I couldn't really be who I wanted to be. Don't get me wrong. I got good on camera presence. I could do what you need me to do, but that ain't me. Okay. Should we do a brief intermission? I'm like, should I do a brief intermission or just do a jump cut? We're going to brief intermission. I'm going to get the game. We're going to come back. Then we're going to play the game. And then we're going to do an advice column submission. Then we're going to wrap today's podcast up. Okay. Run the brief intermission. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, you guys, I am back. So the game is called Let's Get Deep. It's actually a question game for couples. Um, one thing about me is I really love questions. Like if you ask Ashley or even Brianna, I'm always like, okay, let's see how well we know each other. Let's let's talk. Let's find out things about each other. I'm all about getting to know people. So I feel like this would be a great way for y'all to get to know me. I was watching the Know For Sure podcast. That's with B. Simone and her best friend. I think her friend's name is Megan. Anyways, they were playing a card game and I was like, oh my God, that is um, literally what I love to do in my free time. So let me bring it to this podcast. That podcast was good too. Y'all check that out. I think the first episode dropped today. Anyways, it's a series of questions. Questions are categorized by icebreaker deep and deeper. So I'm just going to do a few with y'all and then we'll do the advice column submission for today. Okay. I think this is just a great way for y'all to get to know me. As I answer them, y'all feel free to answer them down below in the comment section. I would love to read them if y'all are comfortable sharing them. If not, it don't matter because I'm going to read them anyways. Um, Make sure everything look good. Look good enough. All right, let's begin. We're going to begin with the icebreaker. I have not looked at these questions, so I'm going to read them for the first time with y'all. And I'm going to just answer them regardless. Okay, first question, icebreaker, and it reads, close your eyes. All right, we can't do that one because you need a partner. Somebody we might not be able to do. Okay, we're going to do one more. If not, I'm going to just skip the icebreaker subject. Do you believe in any conspiracy theories? Hmm. My conspiracy theory that I believe in is that I told y'all before, I really don't believe in democracy. I don't believe in the concept of voting. I think all that shit's fake. I think they'll do whatever they want to do. I don't know if that's a conspiracy theory. That's my theory. Y'all ain't got to believe it. I ain't even encouraging nobody to believe it. That's just how the fuck I feel. I don't vote. I don't do that democracy shit. I don't believe in none of that shit because it don't motherfucking matter to me what the fuck happens with the government. They going to do whatever the fuck they want to do. And in all honesty, God going to do whatever he sees fit in the world. If God wants Serena Shakita to be the motherfucking president, Serena Shakita going to be the motherfucking president. 
what the fuck do I have a say in that for? I don't even care. I'm not even going to use my brain power to think about it. So that's the conspiracy theory that I think about. Um, I'm not like a huge conspiracy theorist. I don't spend time reading into them. But if someone proposes something to me and I don't have any rebuttals against it, I'm inclined to believe it or consider it. I don't spend my brain power thinking about like what is the world hiding from us. Conspiracy theory, I think aliens exist. I think aliens exist because galaxies exist and we live in a galaxy. So if we live in this galaxy, then that means that there are other people or organisms on other galaxies. What those organisms look like, I don't know. But we'd be aliens to them and they're aliens to us. Do aliens look like green people that live in UFOs or trans transport themselves in UFOs? Not necessarily, but I think aliens exist. And yeah, that's 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 my I do believe in conspiracy theories. Let me know down below if y'all believe in them. Let me know what the fuck conspiracy theories y'all believe in. You ain't gotta go too in depth. You just type a quick little sentence if you want to share. We're going to do one more icebreaker, then I'm going to move on to the next um, category. Next icebreaker. What TV channel do you watch the most? Zeus, honey. Okay, I don't watch TV channels, but I be on the Zeus network, honey, every motherfucking Sunday. I'm tuned the fuck into something. Now that's TV, I'm tuned the fuck in. And if I do watch a channel, it's like Food Network or um, Bravo. That's pretty much it for me. I don't really watch anything else. Reality TV is just, that's just what I've grown to watch. I don't even watch Bravo that much anymore. Ever since NeNe Leakes stopped being on Real Housewives, I kind of stopped giving it my time and attention. I'm not not down to watch it because I've watched Candy and the Gang here and there, but I'm not like big on whatever's on Bravo. Food Network, really only watch Food Network if I'm with Tony or like late at night on a weekend. I just turn on my TV. I'll go to the Food Network out of all the channels, but that's pretty much it. Okay, let's move to... Should I do one more icebreaker? Yeah, let's, I'm going to do one more icebreaker because the other categories are deep and deeper and I don't want to go from icebreaker to deep and deeper and have it be too deep. I don't know how deep these are going to get. The box says 17 plus, so they can't be that deep. But let's do this last icebreaker. What is your favorite season? Uh, I really love spring, but I love spring as it's approaching summer. I'm all for warm weather. I could live in a warm place for the rest of my life. I don't need winter, nor do I need snow. Um, okay, I don't know about the snow part, because when I was in L.A., I remember feeling like, dang, I miss snow. But I think I was just really sad about the whole situation in general. If I was in a happier place mentally, financially, like, I think if everything was good for me, I don't think I really would care too much about snow, because I actually kind of hate snow. I don't play in it. I don't go out in it. I really don't fuck with that shit. But spring and summer are good. I love warm weather. I love wearing, like, not wearing jackets, even though I really love jackets. Like, if you ask me, like, one of my favorite fashion item is like I'd say like accessories and so accessories being jackets jackets and hats are like jackets hats sunglasses those are big things to me and I guess you can't really wear those in this I guess you can still wear a jacket in the spring can't really wear them in the summer but I really like summer I love warm weather so summer and spring can't choose between the two one of those is definitely my favorite those are nice icebreakers okay let's go into the deep category how many icebreakers did I do we're gonna do the same amount of deeps one two three four Oh, three. All right, so we'll do three deeps. What was your favorite meal growing up and why? My favorite meal growing up? I think I really liked... Uh, plantains are up there. I really like plantains. Plantains and corned beef were like a big one for me. Uh, I also really liked gari tilapia 
and Pepe, which I've talked to you guys about before. And that's something that I do still eat. I don't need my mom to cook that. Like, I will make that. Um, Gari, not so much. Now I eat it with plantains. I think plantains have just always been a big, a big favorite for me. When I was growing up, we didn't really eat. Not we didn't really. We didn't eat uh, soul food. My mom never really cooked. Not even really. My mom did not cook soul food. It was just straight African food. Everyone, we went to Chinese restaurants a lot. So my mom started making Kung Pao chicken. That's like my go-to Chinese food of choice whenever I go to a Chinese restaurant. But other than that, it was straight African food. So I'm, I am only really accustomed to African food. As I started having black friends and being immen- immersed in the African-American culture, I started eating soul food. But I don't know how to make too much, too many soul foods. So not that that's what the question was, just sharing that with you guys. Um, yeah, I'm not really too, like soul food. If my friends don't make it, I don't make it. If Ashley doesn't make it, I don't make it. But like I've started teaching myself how to make different meals that I've liked at my friends' houses or at restaurants just because I missed out on that as a kid. So now part of me, I guess to heal my inner child, that's something that I do. I cook soul food and I eat it. But my favorite thing, hands down, plantains and pepper and tilapia. I really love, like, I eat the full body tilapia. I don't eat the tilapia fillets. Full body tilapia, eat that tilapia head. Oh my God, the tilapia head is the best part of the fucking fish. Like, I've had red snapper. I've had trout. Like, I've had other fishes, but tilapia is the best out of all of them. Now, you don't got to tell me what you think. I know people be saying, you eat tilapia, tilapia ain't. People be saying tilapia fake and whatever. I ain't got, I am not worried about what's real, what's fake, what's good, what's bad. Okay? I eat what I eat. And I take my ass to the gym and we're going to let God handle the rest. But tilapia head is just so good. Like, the head is the best part of the fish. Don't let anybody tell you different. The tail's the worst part. They might as well not even service that part. And yeah. Okay. Next deep question. That wasn't even a deep question. Next deep question. Is there anyone in your life that you are glad that you're no longer in contact with? Ooh. There is somebody. You're not going to name them by name. But I used to have a friend. I think she did her best to be the best friend that she could be. But it was never her being. What am I trying to say? There were some things that she did that were like great. But. The friendship just wasn't a good friendship. All in all, there's a lot of fucked up shit happening in the friendship. I don't know why. I can never pinpoint why we went through the shit that we went through. But I have no regrets, no remorse. I'm glad that we're not friends anymore. Like, not even glad. I don't have no thoughts on it. But I'm cool with not connecting with her ever again in my life. May God be with her. I wish her the best in life. But I don't even think about that. Like, normally, I have no thoughts about that. But that's somebody that I'm like, I am. yeah, y'all don't need to know her name. But that's somebody that from my childhood, we was close. We were close. We ain't close anymore. And life moves on. And I'm happy about that. Okay, that was that was kind of deep. Just as I was shitting on the cars, they came in with one. Okay, this is the last deep question. Was there a time when you liked someone and they didn't like you back? All the time. I went through that a lot. Actually, let me retract. I think that there were times people did like me. But people were scared to embrace that they liked me because of what other people had to say about it. And I had to teach myself over time that them not liking me didn't mean that I wasn't likable. I think for the longest time, I thought it meant that I was likable. And so I, I, I thought it meant that I wasn't likable. And so I allowed it to affect how I felt about myself. And even for a long period of time, I felt like I couldn't even get, like I was not relationship material because that's what people were saying about me. And I allowed what they said about me to define how I felt about myself. And so... 
yeah, over time I just had to teach myself that fuck them. Like I'm likable, I'm a great person, and God fuck fuck anybody. I, I was gonna say God gonna bring me whoever He wanna bring me. That's fine too. But at the end of the day, like I love myself, I like myself, and that's really all that matters. If today ended and I was by myself. Not today ended, but like if I turn a hundred and I see that I'm alone, that would be sad. But at the end of the day, it would be sad because like, damn, I ended alone. But at the end of the day, I'm not like sad about not having someone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need someone to be happy. I don't need someone to feel complete. Life moves on with or without anybody because I have myself. And I'm content with myself and I love myself. But that was deeper than what the question was. At the end of the day, it's was there times you like someone and they didn't like you back? I'm sure there was, but like I said, I think for the most part, people just were afraid to embrace that they liked me because, like, on the sidelines, they'd be fucking with me, but then amongst people, they weren't fucking with me. So I think that that was them just dealing with their own. They just weren't bold in what they liked, and that's their problem, not mine. Last question, are you more confident or do you second-guess yourself often? It's crazy because I... Th- like I've said in other episodes, I think you can be confident in different, there's like different tiers of confidence. And so I'm confident in a, I'm confident in a lot, but there are certain areas of my life where I will second guess decisions that I make. And I think that comes from PTSD or not really feeling like, yeah, it it comes from just not trusting myself and trusting God and trusting, just trusting that all good will come to me. But as we talked about yesterday's episode, I'm working on that. So we pray that by the end of this year, I no longer have doubts or second guesses. It's crazy though, because like for the most part, I was, even when I second guess shit, I still act on stuff. Like one thing about me is I will never allow an opportunity to pass me by. If I like something, if I love something, if I want to try something, I go after it. Even if I sat and thought about it for five hours, at the end of the day, I'm still going to do it. So I got to get to a point in time where I'm not even wasting those five hours thinking because I don't need to think anything because I'm still going to do it. I will never not go after what I want. And that's one thing I can say wholeheartedly with my chest and know that it is true. I have never not done something that I wanted to do because I do not ever want to leave this earth regretting not doing something. Because to do something is so easy. So why not do it if it's on your mind? You know what I mean? So... Yeah, those were the deeps. Let's get into the deeper. What's a non-negotiable for you in a relationship? A non-negotiable for me is... I got... I think to myself, like, which one I want to say. A couple things popped in my mind. So one thing I, this is going to sound, not even fuck, this is really how I feel. I don't mess with the whole witchcraft and voodoo and all that. If you do that, that's cool, but I can't do that. Like, if you into witchcraft and shit, we ain't going to date. Point blank, period. Another thing for me, this is actually the first thing that came to mind. I don't tolerate the bitches and hoes and shit. Like, I be using the word bitch, which I really been telling myself I want to work on. I don't know when I started incorporating that into my vocabulary, but I use like bitch. I use it as a term of endearment, but I don't fuck with that. Like as a partner, I don't fuck with you calling me bitches and hoes. I don't fuck with you calling me on my name. I don't fuck with you referring me to anything on my name. Constance, baby boo. Those are cool. Anything other than that, I don't tolerate. I really don't tolerate disrespect as far as calling me anything derogatory. I don't tolerate that. Like I don't need to even give you another chance if I hear that one time that's it for me I don't do that I also don't do I told y'all in another episode I don't do the raising of the voice you want to talk to me we got to talk like this regular tone of voice 
but you will not be talking to me like you run stuff. Because if you run stuff, run your ass to go talk to somebody else that's going to sit and listen to that. Because it definitely ain't me. I don't argue. I don't yell. I don't bicker. I don't bark. So you better not bring that energy to me. Because if you do, nigga, bye. Uh, my girlfriend doesn't do that. She doesn't. She's a really good girlfriend. Okay. Those are non-negotiables for me. Not all of them. I can't. I'm trying to think. Like, Is there anything else that's a non-negotiable for me? non-negotiable non-negotiable is also children like if you date people with children that's fine i'm not dating people with children because i don't have kids and there's a lot of people with kids so i'm not doing that ain't nothing wrong with people with kids it's just not not interested we're gonna leave it at that i could probably come up with a lot more non-negotiables but i ain't gonna give y'all a whole list i would love to know y'all's non-negotiables yeah drop them down below in the comments i was thinking to myself because i had said the witchcraft thing like yeah, I'm just not into that. That's mm -mm. Faith is a big deal to me. But I would be with someone that didn't believe in God if that's what God called me to do because I believe that you can get to know God through people. You know what I'm saying? But the witchcraft and voodoo and all that, juju and all that, that's cool. We can distance, you know. Um, That was the first one. Deeper, what do, you, what do your friends think of me? I am by myself, so we can't do that one. Do you feel, damn, hold on. These are questions that I would need to ask somebody. Okay, hold up. What was this question? Oh, okay. What do you like best about your life? Uh, what do I like best about my life? I think I love the whole thing. I don't think there's any one specific thing that I'm like, oh, I love this. I guess right now I'm most in love with this podcasting thing. I am so impressed with the fact that it's still going. Like after the 30 days, we still doing episodes. I don't know how many episodes there have been since the 30 day, the 30th day, but I really like that this is my life. This is becoming a part of my life. Like I have no problem doing it. Um, least I don't have anything that I don't really like. Yeah, it's not like a dislike. You know, one thing I I'll say one thing I do or I can't wait until I get is my own place. I have never had my own place by myself. So that's something I'm looking forward to. But it's not like, a, oh, I hate that I am not by myself or, you know. Yeah. I don't really have, like, any major, don't have any major dislikes. <laughs> Probably would have said my job if you would have asked me some time ago. But even then, I try to be thankful for that. But I ain't got that. So <laughs> I think that's why I'm, like, no complaints for real. Uh, no, we can't do that one because that's requires somebody's answer. Oh. Sorry, I had to bend down and get something. Okay, this is going to be the last one. For $1 million, would you be willing to never see or talk to your best friend again? You know what's crazy? I don't, I would not trade Brianna or Ashley. I consider both of those my best friends. I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade any of my friends, best friend friends. I wouldn't trade any of them for money. I would not. The million would be nice, but to be 100% honest, I would not lose them for money. No. Uh, they are so valuable to me. And money come and go so easily that I don't want to exchange a connection, a relationship, a friendship, a bond 
for something that can just be gone so fast. Like money gone today, here today, gone tomorrow. Friends, that bond, you know, that, that relationship that has some substance. It's like, why exchange that for money? Because you can find the money anywhere. If I keep the friends, I can find money eventually. But if I take the money, can I find someone that great again? I guess. But why would I even do that if I have that here? You know, it's like, why would you, you don't got to fix something that's not broke. Like, I don't need, I don't need the money. Not over the friends because they make my life go round. It's it's good to have them in my life. They they definitely complement my life. I don't need them, but I really don't need the money either. So I choose my friends. Let me do one more. That was a good one. This is going to be the last one. Would you accept 20 years of perfect happiness and fulfillment if it meant you would die at the end of that period? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I honestly would because I'm going to die eventually. Let me make sure I answer that question honestly. Would you accept 20 years of perfect happiness and fulfillment if it meant you were going to die then? Yeah, because like right now I'm living. Like what am I living for, you know? So if I can complete everything in 20 years, then yeah. If I, if I, if I die and completed everything I wanted to do, then I'm not upset. God, that don't mean kill me now, but I'm just saying, yeah, I'm cool with that. I think for me, I'm here to fulfill a purpose. And if it's already been fulfilled, take me. If I ha- if it hasn't been, I feel like I'm only here because it hasn't been fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? So if it's in 20 years that I fulfill it and everybody's prepped for my going, then life is good. I'm okay with that. All right. I think that's it. Let's get into the advice column submission. Do, 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 do. That was a good game. I feel like I'm going to give y'all, probably in the future, I'll probably do one card from each category just so y'all can get to know me. Or whenever I don't have shit to talk about, we'll get on here and do the cards. That was dope. Again, the game is called Let's Get Deep. I got it from Target. It was like 20 bucks. Was it $20 well spent? Probably could have been a $10 card game, but that's beyond me. So we don't have any advice column submissions, but y'all know Reddit going to hold it down every motherfucking time. Today's advice column submission reads, do I end it? Some backstory. I have been friends with someone for five years. They were with someone at the time. During the, during that time, they told me they liked me. I told them that they needed to either end things with that person or forget it. They said they would get over it. A few months later, they said they weren't over it and still liked me. This put tension on our friendship. Recently, they broke up. I had the idea that they were going to heal and then maybe approach me about our future together. But no, they were already seeing someone else and said that they just pushed whatever feelings they had for me away because they valued our friendship, which made those feelings feel so fake. On top of that, they accused me of talking about them behind their back, threw all of their ex drama on me, have snapped at me, made jokes about my financial situation, etc. But when things aren't great with this new person, they ask if I want to hang out because they miss me. I told them all of this bothered me and they did apologize, but this friendship is draining me. I had spoken to a friend who said that I shouldn't end it, just be less available. But I feel like this friendship is taking a toll on me and I'm just, and I'm unsure what to do. I've spent weeks crying over this and I just want to be able to be happy again and be happy with my other friends. I'm torn between just not answering as much and just being honest, but this is hurting my heart. Um, in all honesty, I think you do end it. Uh, like I, once you are able to identify Once you're able to identify that something is causing you strain, stress, making you unhappy, get rid of it. 
I wouldn't even think about like the limiting access. That's fine. But I think when you choose to limit access, you haven't fully chosen you. You know, you fully identified, clearly identified that this makes you unhappy. Get rid of it. Don't leave even a little room for this person to continue to affect and hurt you the way you have already expressed that they do. End it. And if it's meant to be, it'll come back around. But I think you deserve to choose you and to be free of the stress, strain, and draining relationship. Okay? That's my advice. I think that was a really good thing. Like, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anybody that's ever been a situation where I've been in something like that. I can't think right now if, if there's anything that I've been in that's similar to that. But like I said, you deserve to be free. Always choose you. It don't motherfucking matter what's at stake as long as you like if you're at stake with whatever else is if there's two options and one of the options is you always choose you that's what the fuck i'm getting to always fucking choose you no matter fucking what no matter fucking what else is at stake no matter who you might lose you 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 if that decision is gonna make you happy you motherfucking pick you okay choose to be selfish i guess you could be selfless too if that's what rings your bell but in this case pick you okay we're gonna end today's episode if you guys need advice y'all know what to do tap in and give me a call 240-587-3186 a reminder that this is an advice column and i give advice to y'all based on what y'all need so again tap in and call 240-587-3186 if you don't want to call you can click the link down below in the description box or if you're following me on instagram click the link in my bio follow at constance the pod by the way on instagram click the link in my bio click on the dear constance advice column tab and that will direct you to me to my advice column all written submissions are anonymous if you call in you leave a voicemail i play the voicemail here on this podcast and i answer it that way all submissions will be addressed on this podcast okay so make sure y'all keep watching the next episodes to see if your submission has been addressed leave me a review and a rating because i need that i want that all right search for constance podcast on podcast streaming platforms Go to the review portion and leave me a review and a rating. You can just, something quick. I can give you a template. Constance is dope. I fuck with this podcast. Type something sweet like that. And I will shout you out in the next episode. Make sure you guys are subscribed to Constancy Podcast on whatever platform you listen to me on. If it's YouTube, subscribe. If it's podcast streaming platforms, download. Because we are trying to make this Constance and its full-time job. Shout out to everybody that's been subscribing. Because right now I'm at, uh, last I checked, I believe I was at 89 podcast subscribers on youtube and that's big because the goal for this month is 100 so get me there follow me on tick yeah 89 subscribers follow me on tiktok i'm trying to get 100 excuse me a thousand tiktok subscribers by the end of this month at constantly pod on tiktok follow my personal page at black mocha follow me on instagram follow me on youtube follow me on tiktok follow me on pinterest b-l-a-c-k-m-0-c-h-a keep up with your girl outside of this little ass box or big ass box, however you want to look at it. Okay. Um, what else? I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Uh, keep tapping in. Keep fucking with me. Let me know if there's anything y'all want to hear me talk about. Let me know if there are any guests that y'all want me to have on this podcast. The guests I've been back and forth about. I mean, I've reached out to some people. It's been some no's. But I also say that with a bold and strong heart because I understand that if it's for me, it will be for me. And if it's not, it's not for me. So I ain't tripping off that because I have I have needed to perfect doing this solo and I think I'm doing a damn good job at it so I can fuck with it. Um, but yeah, if there's anybody y'all want to see me talk to or have on this podcast, let me know. Um, screenshot this. Let me know you made it this far. Screenshot this and post it on your Instagram story. Uh, 
and tag me at Constancy Pod. And I think that's it, guys. Just sitting here thinking, make sure I said everything. Y'all know this is a hard one. We, What y'all think about the intro, the rap? What y'all think about the rap? Because it was given, if you ask me. Low-key, that's all that matters. I might work on another one. I thought that was a really good rap. So I came up with that one in a couple seconds. I came up with an even better one, but I didn't write the other one down, so I forgot it. All right. We're going to end today's podcast. We're going to close it out with the rap that I wrote. Should we try to do a freestyle off the top of the dome? If I can podcast off the top of the dome, I might be able to freestyle off the top of the dome. Let's get it. Five, four. This is a freestyle. Five, four, three, two. It's the end of the show, and I hope you like that. I fuck with you and not look back. Keep on moving. Keep on watching. I'm going to fucking practice my rap, but I ain't done. The life is still going. Constance in it. Keep it motherfucking moving. I clearly ain't a motherfucking rapper, but bitch, I got confidence, and I'm a motherfucking Keep rapping. I'll see you guys in tomorrow's episode. (laughs) Peace.